What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Ron's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. Uh, 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. Alright guys, so this week we reviewed, or we watched, Transformers Rise of the Beast, directed by Stephen Cable Jr., starring Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishbeck, and the legendary Peter Cullen. So the synopsis for this Transformers film is, Optimus Prime and the Autobots take on their biggest challenge yet. When a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, they must team up with a powerful faction of Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. It's Optimus Prime versus Optimus Primal. <laughs> they help each other, actually, but... I didn't like that name. That was cheesy kinda, a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of kind of lazy to me. But, I mean, I think that was the name in the... That was probably the name in the old... From the adaptation. I never saw Beast Wars, but that's probably the name of him. Yeah. Anyways, this is our non-spoiler first. Edward is sick, so he's not here. This is our non-spoiler. Let's get into it. Where do you want to start, Anthony? Uh, we start with pros, right? Or negatives? We'll do negatives. Um. So, in my opinion, the, the movie didn't necessarily do do very much wrong, but they also just didn't do much right either. If that makes sense. Just kind of average. Kinda, yeah, it's just kind of average. Um, there were no big cons that I saw, necessarily. But I guess the main thing would, to me would just be the plot. I've only seen, I think, the first two. I definitely saw the first one, and I think I saw the second one. So this is, you know, I haven't seen all the Transformers movies, but even without seeing them all, I can I can kind of tell, like, this is just the, the same story as they've all been, you know, like big, big evil transformers come to take over the world and they try to stop it. Like it's a very simple plot. It feels very like, like they did like bare minimum what a movie should do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like they, they got, they got a straightforward narrative. Like they, they tried to develop some characters. They have a, a 
like one or two character arcs. They Whoa. they have a device that uh, they have a MacGuffin device that drives the plot forward, but like they have a, they have yeah. action scenes, but like we nothing more to it. MacGuffin device isn't it's the same and. Like I like I said, I haven't watched all the movies, but I know about them, and it's the same in all the movies, you know. It, some world destroying device, or yeah, it's some piece, it's some device, some piece of technology that the humans have to keep safe while the Autobots fight. Yeah, like the fight fight to protect the humans. Yeah. Um, I will say I didn't watch Rise of the Beast, or no, that's what this was. I didn't watch the. The last Beasts movie, whichever one that one was, but I thought the the animal Transformers was a cool, cool addition. Uh, actually, that's a good point you bring up. That's a con for me. I wanted more of them. They was advertised. They were advertised so heavily. They were all in like all the trailers, but we really didn't get a lot of screen time for them. Really, that's that's funny because that's a pro for me. Because I remember seeing, I was just talking to my roommate about this yesterday, actually. I remember seeing the trailers of Transformers when they had, like, dinosaurs and stuff. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what the heck has this franchise become, you know? Yeah, yeah. You have dinosaur Transformers and animals. And I'm not a huge fan of the animals themselves, honestly. I just, I like the classic. I, I like that they're cars, you know? The reason I say it's a good addition to this movie, though, is just because it's something different to mix it up. I do think it's cool that there's different factions, though. Yeah, I do like that. That's really cool. It's not just like Autobots and Decepticons. Like you have the yeah. the and even the villains weren't Decepticons; they were Terrorcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and that a lot. Too. Maximals, stuff like that. But um, honestly, <laughs> another one. It's not it's not a spoiler, but our our main character, um Noah Diaz, he's he's doing this for because uh, something kinda happens to his brother, so he's or he's been happening to his brother. His brother's kinda sick, so he's helping his he's doing all this basically like for his family, for his brother. Yeah. But however, this movie the the first thirty minutes in you are just with the the main character, the human Noah Diaz, and I feel like all Transformers movies they they always try to implement some type of humans, yeah, 100%. into the world, which is which is fine, but like I think the and I think a lot of people say is there's too much humans, not enough robots, which I agree with, but at the same time, if you're trying to develop humans. Then they need to stop making a new, making us follow a new person every movie. I, I was, I was gonna ask you about that because I don't understand what happened to um, Chia LaBeouf. I don't know how to say his name. He was gone after the third movie, bro. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Ever since then, they've had, they've had like a. Ever since then, they've had like a new human every movie, and I'm yeah. like, just, just stick with one. The, I don't get the timeline. Like, how are there so many different humans? Like, well, is the timeline not adding up? I know this was kind of in the past a little bit, but still. Well, to be fair, this is like a reboot. It's like a soft reboot. Oh. Uh, but still, I mean, judging by the way this ended, I think they're going to follow no, no ideas now. But 
I don't know. I just I want more more robots, less less human interaction because I just I feel like it. Me personally, I just don't care for the humans. I mean, I this th- movie, this movie, I did like him, but I, I don't think I like really like cared for his situation. See, so, yeah. I'm kind of the same. The reason I don't care for the character, like I liked Noah, I, I really liked his character, but the reason I didn't feel like connected to him is just because they didn't develop him very much. You know, yeah, like, once the Autobots were introduced they kind of push them to the side after that i agree For me i don't want a movie where it's all robots i would get bored you know like that's too much for me i like that i like the amount of human interaction versus robot i just wish they go more in depth with it with his character because then it would feel like nece- then it would feel necessary then it would create the connection to the audiences you know like right now yeah, I like the amount of humans, but it's also like they didn't go into them very much, so I don't really care about a story all that much. Yeah, 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 that's fair. So, but if it was like all robots, I would get bored. I feel like it needs humans to be grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think if they did like a Cybertron movie, that'd be better. Like when you see the actual planet full of robots, because that's another world you can explore and build on. Maybe. Maybe. But like, we'll never know. I think we've been asking for that for years, but nothing has happened yet. And I'm pretty sure I'm pre- they're already making a sequel to this movie. Like, that's already confirmed. I'm pretty sure they're going to do, like, a trilogy. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. Like, see it happening. Anyways, um, I think the, my big con I haven't even mentioned yet. My my big con. Actually, I'll mention one more thing. Um, The voice actors, they did a good job with what they had. With what they had is my big sen- big part of the sense because I really think the dialogue was very corny at times. Yeah. But but honestly, looking back at it, I think some of the lines in other Transformers movies were like that's just how it is. It's just kind of corny. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't argue too much on that. But my big big con is there were way too many conveniences for the plot. Like what? way too many just magic stuff happening. Like. I don't want to I don't want to spoil it but like there'd be a problem there'd be like a major problem happening and then they they wouldn't solve it or something would have bad a wrench would be put in that plan and then all of a sudden one of the people were like actually we have this it's like a it's like a safeguard like just in case this were to happen and they're like oh yeah we could just do that what yeah and I'm literally just like why didn't y'all mention that beforehand or like why are y'all just saying that or like they'll be like, oh yeah, if we do this, oh, but the humans have to do it for us, like so it's just you're just lucky you had a group of humans with yeah. you because like, they didn't want humans to begin with, exactly. Optimus. Which is actually an interesting choice in this movie. Um, Optimus is actually kind of like the grumpy old man, yeah, who doesn't really care for humans, which is a great arc for him, which you'll see later in the film. But um, yeah. That's. I'll get more into spoil. Once we get into spoilers, I'll go more into detail on, on that stuff. But dang, it was just way way too much, way too convenient for me. That's fair enough. I will say one pro I did like though. It did give a lot of 
that nostalgic feeling, especially with Noah and meeting Mirage for the first time. It was just like the first movie when what's his name met Bumblebee. Yeah, it was pretty cool actually. And yeah. um along with the nostalgic feeling you're saying, um this movie actually takes place in the nineties and like the all the music surrounding it was was like really representative of that. Like they did a yeah. good job letting us know that this is in the nineties. And having that nostalgic feeling of all the, the great songs in the nineties. Yeah. But um also building off of Mirage. Uh Mirage was played by Pete Davidson and I think he crushed it. Like the, he like it was a standout. He stand out stood out in every scene. Yeah. Which was so funny. Like he's like kind he like he's like kind of annoying, but also like trying to be a cool guy at the same time. He rides that line pretty pretty well. Uh like Pete Davidson in that role. I do have one question though. Yeah. How do the Transformers have hair? Aren't they machines? I told you, bro. It's their wiring. <laughs> wiring. It's their little they're, wiring. They're wiring? I guess. I don't know, man. I guess. Bro, did you see the bird? The bird didn't have... It's straight the, up feathers. Did it? Yeah. Not robotic feathers? No. No, just straight feathers? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. At least the gorillas I know had hair. The cheetah, cheetah had hair. Cheetor. Anyways. There were some pretty, because we're in pros, there were some pretty cool scenes between the Maximals and the yeah. the Autobots. And that's one of the things that I think is actually, you can kind of separate this movie a little bit from the other Transformers movies, is the action scenes. The, ac the action scenes in the first few Transformers movies, like Michael Bay's Transformers, are really good. Because Michael Bay yeah. is just good at doing that. However, the choreography for these action scenes to me is better. I agree. Probably the best we've had. I feel like these were easier to follow along with your Yeah, eyes. it's a lot more organized, yeah. Yeah. It also, also kind of... I felt like I knew what I was looking at. It also kind of helped that most of the fights here were like in the open field and not like a city yeah. or something. True. I guess, but... Um. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've already mentioned it, but Anthony Ramos, Dominic Fishback, as the humans did, I think they did a really good job with, with what they were given and what the material they, had, they used. But um, other than that, I just personally, personally, I'm just overall a little, I'm just a little disappointed. I expected a little bit more narratively, I guess. And I just feel like, like, because after Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumblebee was really good. And I yeah. just felt like, I was like, oh, we're going in the right direction. And then this narrative came out. And I was like, oh. And it's not dang. bad. It's just. Generic. It just feels generic. You know, it's just, you watch it and you're like, oh, okay. That was a cool Transformers movie, but I probably exactly. never remember it. Exactly. At this point, I'm literally just like, oh, it was a typical Transformers movie. Like, yeah. It's what you expected, but nothing, nothing more. So, yeah. do I recommend? I mean, if you're a Transformers fan, go ahead. Yeah, me too. I mean, if you if you like Transformers movie, also, I'm not a big action person, and I say this all the time, but I I there I really do enjoy this kind of action. Yeah, I agree. More than others, so. 
robot action. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend it. So, if you plan to see the movie, or if you have already saw the movie, thank you all so much for watching. We are going to get into spoilers. If you want to listen to spoilers, then stick around. But if not, please look at the links in the description. If you're on YouTube, any podcast platform, you're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google, whatever you're on. Um, there's links in the description in the bio for all of our merch. All of our socials are down there as well. And make sure you um, say hi to your mom for us. And we're going to see you next week with The Flash. Edward doesn't deserve the joke that's coming up right now. We can't. Okay. We have to skip it. Okay, fine. We'll skip it. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it because he's not here. Anyways, cons. <laughs> any spoiler cons? Since no, like I, said, I don't joke. have any standout cons besides the plot just being a little basic. Okay. Before I get into my rant. A little um, rant. I'll I'll talk about uh no ideas. So they, so like I said, they spend like thirty minutes with him and his brother, right? Yeah. And then they say like, oh, maybe let's go ahead. Uh, they didn't really. See. Oh, he got his his treat. Well, we got to talk about the ending. We got his treatment. He got his treatment paid for. But um, yeah, they talk about him and his brother. They're really close. His family's close. He's back from the military. He's been back from the military for a while. Basically, was he? He was discharged, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he was discharged. And he has, he does have this whole, he has this whole arc, basically. I thought the arc about his character was him finally being a leader for his team. Because they said in the military that he wasn't a leader. Something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, so they spent 30 minutes with him and his brother before you get to see, like, Mirage or whatever. Maybe a little less than 30 minutes. But anyways, his brother's sick. I tried to take care of his brother. And I really wish they could have went more in the direction of, uh, like him helping his brother more or like him and his brother going on the adventure. Like the archeologist, I get why she was in the movie. I get like her purpose was to help the plot. This helped the plot basically when they couldn't read stuff and stuff like that. And, but I don't know. I just feel like they'd spent a lot of time on the brother brothers just for them to be separated and not even talk again, really. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause they were gone. They were separated for a while. Yeah. Don't and worry. as for Dominic Fishback's character, she Yeah, most of the stuff she did I feel like was like if they had a question or something that they needed help with, she'd be like, Oh yeah, I know this. Oh yeah, yeah. I can read this. Oh yeah, I know what to do. Pretty much. But the big thing, the big old plot convenience thing for me was you're telling me that this world eating planet never been to Earth world Indian planet and uh his assistant whatever that, that's helping on earth trying to destroy trying to get the key trying to destroy the world you're telling me that there was no way they they were it was too late there was no way to stop him he's coming but they all of a sudden had a key code that they could just put in to destroy the whole operation like literally last resort you're telling me they had that not, but not just that. That's like that was like okay, whatever. Like uh, that's fine. What made me, what made me mad or annoyed was that they said the tunnel's so small, only a human could fit. Even though this is a fucking Cybertron alien tech, 
You're telling me this alien tech was built for a human to fit in. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's a good point. That makes no... Well, and not only that, but the key... Whenever she pulled up the whole keypad to enter the code, you're telling me it was human-sized? Because her fingers matched perfect to the coin, to the keys. That's a, that's a that, very that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I literally said it out loud I mean, when they said that. Maybe... Maybe it wasn't human-sized. Maybe they just created it small and humans have happened to be small enough. That's, honest, that's honestly fair because there was a couple Autobots that are pretty small. Like, what were those like little henchmen going after them? They were pretty small. Yeah. And like the ones from the first movie where they would be like a blender or something. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. The other thing, this one's more of a preference. Like, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. I don't mind if you like it or not. But like, what, what about the Iron Man suit? Yeah. All, all of a sudden, he get, like that. I mean, that's cool. They introduced something new. We've never seen that before. Where he had like the glove, and then he could like the uh, Mirage put his tech on him, and he basically turned into turned to Iron Man. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it wasn't anything bad. I didn't necessarily like that either, though. Because yeah. it, it just felt like they're... This is my least favorite things about any movies or shows or anything. I hate when they just all of a sudden decide to add something at the end. And that's what I felt like that was. They just decided. They're like, oh, yeah, we can do this, too. Yeah. You know? Like, we've yeah. never seen that in any of the other movies or anything. I feel like that's what they did with the villain too. Actually, I feel like because Unicron's such a huge villain, yeah. Like he, liter- literally, if you haven't seen the '80s cartoons and stuff, Unicron's literally like like the the big bad of the entire Transformers universe, like the huge villain. Mm-hmm. And they just used him as a one-off throwaway in this movie. Like I feel personally, I feel like I feel like they should have lost. Like I feel like they did not have enough soldiers to compete with that. With what should have been the most powerful villain in the universe, yeah, and they just destroyed it. There was even there was not even any sacrifices. Like Bumblebee died, and then he came out to like. They felt like there was no consequences. Like he didn't really feel like anyone was going to die. Yeah, that's a good point. Makes it think like if he's the big bad, who's gonna who? What are they gonna do next? Exactly. Like, well, who else could be worse? Yeah, Megatron, I guess, but he's always a villain. Um, that's all I got for cons. If you got anything else, no, nothing else. Okay, I have one, one more thing I need to talk about in pros. But I did actually like how different Optimus was. Like how he's like despising the humans and how he because he's just, he just want he wants to yeah he just wants to protect his people and he wants to go home. I get that. Or he yeah. feels like he feels like he let his people down and he doesn't want to help. He doesn't want to help or even understand remotely what the humans are. Or what, yeah. like how they are similar to them, but I did like the arc. How when the Maximals were like, "Yeah, we've been here for a while," and these humans like actually protected the key for us, like with this tribe, and they had kept it safe forever. And Optimus is just like, "You trusted the humans with the?" He's like, "What in the world?" Yeah, he's like, "No, nah, it couldn't be me, bro." He even th- I, wasn't he gonna like kill like no ideas at first. I don't think so. Maybe not kill, but he was like pissed off, and he was like, "I'll take yeah, care of him." Like, yeah. yeah, 
But I think that's cool because by the end of the movie, he was like, you know, you humans aren't that bad. Like, y'all are yeah. trying to protect your world. Just I think that set them up to because, like, the first movie is during what, like, 2011, maybe? Probably, yeah. Uh, sometime around then. And by that time, Optimus Prime is like okay with humans. Yeah. So just kind of sets them up for that. Even though I know they're, I guess, different mm-hmm. universes now or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's kind of weird. But. And then, last thing, Fia, do you have any pros? Okay, do you want to talk about the ending with their main character? Because <laughs> that caught me off guard. Yeah, you started. How? What, what did you think? Like, the crossover, dude? It's, it's weird. It's like caught me off guard because I don't know if... I don't know how that's going to work. I feel like they're just doing that to prop up both of their franchises. I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. I mean, are you a big fan of that? Uh, I'm just, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I didn't. I was just there. Have you seen well, the other movies? Uh-uh. Not, not Transformers, but, you know. G.I. Joe. Mm-mm. But I mean, I thought I guess I thought it was a little weird. It just came out came out left field to me. Yeah, uh, I guess at this point I was just like, well, now just I'm just like, not following this franchise that much and doesn't play that big of a deal. It's just gonna keep doing its own thing. Like I'm just like whatever this point well, now, now like, are they building to that or is the next movie going to be the crossover or is the next movie just going to be another transformers movie that's what i just i don't know i feel yeah. like they're only doing this because transformers is more successful than gi G- joe gi joe's movies have been so trash like literally they have been trying to get that franchise off off of the off the ground for a while and it just has yeah. not worked yeah. so i feel like they're trying to use the transformers property to prop it up but i, I could see that I really don't, I don't know. know. Just, I think it's cool that they're extending the universe. I think it's something unique. We haven't really seen something like that before, you know? Yeah. Having two different franchises come together, but uh, it is it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, That's all I got. You want to get into ratings? Yeah. What would you rate this, my good sir? Mm, uh, seven out of ten. Oh, shit, really? Or maybe six point five. What would you give it? Maybe I'm just really disappointed. I'm giving it a five point five. Damn. I think I'm just really disappointed in this franchise. That's fair. I was expecting a lot. All right, and then you get 7 out of 10. All right. 6.5. Oh, shit, you lowered it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, Edward. guys. Thank you so Edward. much for watching. Edward, yeah, we'll figure out whatever. We'll give it later. I don't know. But thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Leave a review, please, if you're on any other podcast platform. Links in the description for all of our merch. And all of our socials. Make sure you uh, say it your month for us. Have a good week.